Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am Josh Aguina, and I'm here to host an episode of Unsanctioned with a new, another new friend. Not, not a good friend. I just met him, so we'll see as this conversation progresses if this can be a good friend. My boy, Elite Collector Two One Five. He goes by Jay Vargas. What's going on? How you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. Really happy to have you on the podcast. Um, I found you about, I want to say, six months ago. I was just, I was just getting into figures. I'm looking around on, you know, Instagram to see if there's anybody. I go to one dude's page. He tagged you on a picture. I go to yours. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to all the same WalMarts I'm going to. I gotta <laughs> follow him. So, uh, it's nice to finally meet you, man. I appreciate that. I've definitely <laughs> listened to the show a few times, so it's good to be on, you know what I mean? No, yeah, we thank you for your support. And so, if you don't know what Unsanctioned is, this is a show where we give you a chance. We give back to the fans, we like to say sometimes. We bring you on, we want to hear about your story about wrestling, and, you know, we let it flow. So, my first question, what made you fall in love with pro wrestling? Um... My dad was actually the one. Um, he was big into wrestling when he was in when he was in high school. He was actually a wrestler. When he was in college, he was wrestling too. But fortunately, he had a back injury, which uh, that seems to happen a lot. So he couldn't get into the pros or anything like that. But his love of wrestling passed down to me and my brothers. But I was mainly the one that stuck with the wrestling. Okay, so. We're in the Philly area. Were you in the Philly area before? Was he a wrestler in this area? Um, no, he was actually wrestling in Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, born and raised in Puerto Rico, so he was doing uh, he was doing you know the amateur wrestling over there. Um, but now he never got to wrestle here in Philly. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, Puerto Rico. The rest that's one of my dreams. I said this on the last unsanctioned I hosted. Like everything I hear about Puerto Rico, like. The wrestling, the independent wrestling that's out there is insane. Yeah, there. Uh, Puerto Rico definitely has a lot of hardcore fans. As odd as it sounds, they're they're definitely big into wrestling, and they know not just their local one, but you know even the big markets, obviously as well. But they know a lot. No, yeah, for sure. So, so when what era would you say was one of your favorite eras of wrestling? Probably, uh, probably have to go with around the new gen era. Maybe because that's around the time where I was actually old enough to be able to actually watch wrestling. Um, yeah, I was—I guess I was a big fan of the characters and stuff like that that they came up with. I know they may seem goofy now, you know, obviously as an adult, but yeah, I, I definitely love that era. Probably one of my favorites. So who was who was the character that kind of drew you to it? Like for me, like it was during the Attitude Era when I saw The Rock, and I was like, oh wow, this guy's awesome. Like I latched on to him. Everything he said. I had to like pay attention. Like this dude, he has my attention. Who was it for you? Yeah, uh, I definitely have to go with Macho Man. Okay. My Macho Man is honestly my all-time favorite, and you know, guy was very colorful, bright. You know, the the voice you can't forget the voice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. His promos, they're they're just top notch. No matter what the guy did, he it was gold. I mean, if you had to throw out an impression, you can. I'm not gonna stop you on the podcast. Uh, let's, uh, let's, not, let's not embarrass myself just yet. Maybe on the next one, if there's <laughs> if there's ever another one. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, everybody a part of my madness is are huge fans of Macho Man. Yeah. We all went to Walmart to get the two shirts. I don't know if you have yet. I needed the tank. 
I grabbed the yellow one while I was there. Yeah, I, I definitely have the purple <laughs> one with the shades and the Macho Man. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one, one of my favorite shirts. No, yeah, for sure. How do you feel about the Defining Moments figure? Uh, I, think, I actually think it's pretty awesome. I, I love the fact that they made the cloth robe. It wasn't another rubber one. Um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, figure-wise, they've done good by Macho Man. How, uh, how could they have made that figure better? Wow, yeah, that's honestly a good question. I, I don't really know, to be honest with you. Uh, including an extra shirt. Um, Black Icy title? Yeah, there you go. Definitely should have brought it with a belt. I mean, it made sense if it was basically based off of uh, WrestleMania three. Like Definitely a title should have been included. If it was me, he would have had the robe opened with the belt around his waist. I've seen the customs of it. It looks awesome. Mattel should take some pointers. Yeah, yeah. They definitely should be uh, viewing... <laughs> the fans pages so they can see what they're doing like wait that actually makes more sense than what we did get pointers that way okay cool yeah i agree so i hear about macho man this is another loaded question we like to ask everybody so when you talk about the world you know four best presidents you got a mount rushmore i like to pick a mount rushmore for a band we here at Matt Madness like to pick Mount Rushmore's for wrestlers. So if you had to pick a Mount Rushmore of your four wrestlers, who would it be? It can be your four favorites. It could be people you respect the most. However you want to answer it. Or you could do both. I'll, I'll go with the uh, inspirational ones. And not inspiring to me after you hear the list. I'm going to give you my first three. I'll leave the fourth one for a little later on. And you might actually be surprised. So, I'm definitely going to go with Macho Man. He's number one on that list. Um, Again, for all the reasons that I personally said, I actually think he was a lot better than Hogan in every aspect of it. Um, Next, I'm going to go with Shawn Michaels. Uh, I don't know if you you ever seen the post that I made. It was a long time ago. I know they even talked about it on the podcast, like towards the beginning, how basically Michaels put everything together in his own way. If it wasn't for Michaels, a lot of things wouldn't have happened. Um, third one. Wow, I would definitely have to go at that point with the, the Attitude Era. Um, you know, let's go with The Rock. You know, definitely The Rock. Uh, I don't know. As much as people say there would be no Stone Cold without Mr. McMahon, I feel like it's just as much there'll be no Stone Cold without The Rock. Their their rivalry was great. It was definitely you know you, you can't forget it. It was memorable. No, yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember hearing. Uh, an episode of Unsanctioned without somebody mentioning The Rock and their Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it sounds And it, it just speaks right. to who he was and what he meant to everybody. As we see on TV right now, even that late in his career. I yeah. still get, like, hype when I see him. Yeah. So I don't know how you feel. You, but. you, you hear the music the minute you sm- you hear the, if you smell, you just go crazy. <laughs> it, it, it happens. As much as uh, I hate when people just kind of go and come back, go and come back, it's... Especially kind of when he won the title from CM Punk. I wasn't a fan of that. I was a fan of The, uh, the Rock being in a match. But, you know, it's the, you definitely love it when one of your old favorite stars come back and, you know, do their thing. No, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't feel... I, as much as I love CM Punk, I didn't feel that bad about it. I was more upset when Goldberg beat Kevin Owens for the title. Oh, Yes. Yeah, that was, I hated that moment just as much. I never understand the whole point of let's take it from a younger up and coming, I guess you can say, uh, star and give it to this guy who passed his prime years ago 
And, you know, I, I just don't get it. I mean, granted, I, I know what they probably go for the nostalgia, but no, I'm not, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> no, so if you had to pick, like, like a couple favorites for right now, who are you? Who are you most excited to see on your TV every Monday and Tuesday? All right, all or right. Wednesday? Yeah, uh, I I don't faithfully watch NXT. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, I definitely watch all the uh, the takeovers because they're. I think a lot of people would agree that the takeovers are a lot of times are better than the actual main roster pay per views, whichever one they are. Um, but I definitely go with AJ Styles. I, I love his matches. Um, you know, he, he's been a great talent even before when he was in TNA. I remember watching all the uh, Ultimate X matches. You know, I just thought the match was crazy in itself. And the guy was just doing insane moves. And he's, at his age, he's still keeping up with all that. It doesn't look like he's lost a step at all. You know what I mean? Um, Shinsuke, I do like the guy. He's, you know, I'm not crazy with him. But I, I do like when he's on my TV. You know what I mean? I don't I don't hate it when he's on there. I'm... If we if we can go with Raw, I'd go with Seth Rollins. Uh, I do really like Seth Rollins a lot. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go with those for now. Now, we have on the podcast a little gripe with Seth Rollins, and I want to see if you agree. Okay. So, ever since his face turn, I still love him in the ring, <laughs> but I hate his character on a promo. He's just like, what's up, Pittsburgh? <laughs> Getting the cheap it's pop. the Kingslayer here, like, like, and it's really yeah. annoying. All he does is scream, like the town, and it's just so lame to me. I don't know how. I want to know how you feel. About I it. honestly feel exactly the same way. I've said numerous times. I hate face Rollins. Heel Rollins is gold to me. I love it when he, he gave the the crowd that little laugh, that sarcastic "ha ha, I'm better than you" laugh, and then I hate that whole. Uh, thing he's got going on with Dean Ambrose, how he's trying to like win him back, and you know, like I'm sorry, it's like you, this wasn't a relationship, guys. Like you didn't break up with each other. Listen, you turned your back on him. You wanted gold. That's what you did. That's what you got. Just, just you know, keep it at that. Don't, don't give me this brotherhood stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm full and agree with you guys. Now, for that angle though, what I do like is the possibility of him and Ambrose winning the titles. You know what? I as soon as I saw that starting, first thing I said was these two are going to end up fighting against Sheamus and uh, Cesaro, most likely at SummerSlam for the titles because they still don't have a, a match yet. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they don't have a match yet, and obviously their feud right now is going on with them too. I do love the aspect of them fighting against Shizaro. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I, I do love that aspect. However, I, I don't know. I think I'd be a little upset if they won the titles already. Really? Now, this is the only reason I look forward to it. I always... Before, it was a little too much. Like, you give Austin and Taker out of the title picture, so you give them the tag titles. But those are guys who don't need titles. These guys kind of like... I was really getting tired of Ambrose. Like, sorry, Eck. Ambrose is boring to me. <laughs> like, I'm about to return his figure. I'm not happy with what he's doing, okay? <laughs> I, I actually agree with you. I, I am not a fan of Ambrose. And maybe it's the solo one. I, I was fine with him in the Shield. I felt like he was a legitimate leader there. He was definitely the talker. Um, and it was good. Then he went on his own and he got comedic. I don't know. I'm, I have my ups and downs with him, but I'm not a fan of him as if his in ring work. To be honest with you, no, yeah, because even in the Shield, heel or face, he was awesome. 
like his heel persona. Like I go back all the time and watch this YouTube video of like the Wyatts versus the Shield, and it's like this fan cut with like music. Yeah. Uh, Del Busto one hundred three. I think the guy's name is on YouTube, but I watch it at least once a month. Like the music, the cuts. The promos from the Shield versus the Wyatts were amazing. That was like yeah. peak Wyatt Shield time. Yeah, I mean, definitely their feud with them, and even their feud with Evolution. Uh, right when basically the end of Batista, when he got out of there to uh, Rollins turn against them, yeah. I think that there were great feuds for them. Um, it it was that moment. <laughs> like, as soon as after they broke up, <laughs> Ambrose just went. I don't know. He just lost it for. I just lost it for him. No, yeah, but he was hot when like he was. When he first... When he first was solo. Like, I'm like, damn, this is awesome. And then they just started all this funny stuff with him. I'm like, come on. He doesn't yeah. need that. Correct. They, yeah, they definitely turned him kind of... I wouldn't say into a joke, but... Yeah, it, it definitely went that route. That's the, how they went with his character. Yeah, I just don't get why, like, he can't be a heel. Like, I get what they do with Roman. I'm like, okay, they really want to push this guy. And... No matter who he is, like, it's just like your boy Cena. The biggest face in the room is always the biggest heel. Correct. So, I mean, you gave out a big sigh. I want to address the elephant in the room. Your boy John Cena. What's uh, John, the deal? John Cena. Listen, listen. Here, here's my thing with Cena. And, and I need to make this very clear for a lot of people. Whoever hears this, I need y'all to understand. I don't hate Cena the person. I think what he does with the Make-A-Wish Foundation is great. Um, he definitely has a lot of fans that look up to him from all ages. You know, I'm constantly in Instagram battles with people that, that are, you know, I, if not as old as me, older than me, maybe slightly younger than me. They all just want to defend the guy. I, I get it. You want to defend the person, but my thing is never the person. It's always the wrestler. I can't stand him as a wrestler. His promos are boring to me. They're the same every time. I don't get when people say that his in-ring work has gotten better because it's the same moves to me all the time. He adds a new move maybe, what, once every four years or something like that. It just, it just, he just, oh. Listen, my anger comes out. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't do it. However, now that we are on the topic, as much as I hate to say this, I'm going to have to add him as the fourth one in my Mount Rushmore. Which is why I didn't want to say it earlier. Okay. The only reason why, and that's why I specify that I said I'll go with him as inspirational, not to me, in general. You know, th there's definitely a lot of uh, there's definitely a lot of fans that look up to the guy. You know what I mean? And again, maybe because a lot of people don't differentiate the the, the character versus the the person. You know, some of them, as we've been hearing recently about Enzo, apparently the character is the same person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just don't feel like John Cena the wrestler is John Cena the person, but you know he's definitely been inspirational to a lot of people. And again, his the stuff that he does with Make a Wish Foundation, I think it's it's amazing. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, take your popularity and stuff like that, and you know, do good with it instead of just you know just making money and keeping it going like that. So as much as I hate putting him in there, I'm gonna put him in there because I again I'll give the guy his respect. He's definitely he's definitely earned it. He he. You know, as mentioned by numerous wrestlers, he, he is one of the ones that that works the hardest in the room. So I I won't take that from him. Appreciate but I still that. don't like the guy. <laughs> don't worry, I'll cut this out. I'll cut that out when I send you the audio, so you can say, "Look, guys, 
this is how I really feel about Cena. Yeah, just... Don't be hurt about it. <laughs> oh, Cena. So, like I said, I know you through figures. Correct. Instagram, I follow you, so and so. What got you into wrestling figures? Well, when I was younger, I mean, one of the biggest things I did besides just watch wrestling was definitely buy wrestling figures, or I should say, sucker my parents into buying me wrestling figures. Of course, I wasn't working. Um, I definitely just maybe maybe it's so many fond memories of being in front of a TV, watching Monday Night Raw at that moment, and just grabbing all my figures, my ring, and just you know being in front of the TV and trying to reenact exactly what they're doing. Um, you know, at then I just played with them. At this point now, you know, obviously I. I grew up for a while. <laughs> uh, I stopped playing with all the toys and the figures and stuff like that. And I wasn't collecting them in any capacity or anything like that. But uh, a little over a year ago, you know, I started seeing a lot of figure accounts. And, you know, I, I thought what they were doing was cool. You know, they were, they were quote unquote, playing with their figures. But, you know, it was more figure photography. And I thought it was, it was awesome. You know what I mean? But obviously, to be able to take so many different pictures, you need to buy the actual figures. So it just went hand in hand. And, you know, it, it kind of gives you a bigger, uh, I guess you could say, platform to be creative because then you start, like I've been trying to do, you know, you make dioramas for different things, you know, set up, uh, a different stage setups, backgrounds and stuff like that. And, and you know, it's a distraction, essentially. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's, it, it's fire. I mean, you do a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. I always, it. you know, I always, when I see, I drop down to my Instagram menu, you're like, number four in the most search because <laughs> I like to see your opinions on wrestling one and I really like your setups for the ring and I all that good that. stuff that's something that Eck does not me obviously you look at me I have like just like a hall of champions up there a basic ring <laughs> but um all my other loose fingers are in the uh, money in the bank briefcase oh okay i can't i can't keep them all out there it's too much <laughs> listen i i mean if i if i had more space that would be deadly for me, but I would love it because I would literally have... My display would be insane, to be honest with you. I take up my whole basement now, and that's honestly only because my wife doesn't like going to the basement. Otherwise, I'd be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Recently, I... It pains me to say... I said I was really excited when I broke it in the group text, me and my boys, but I just recently broke three digits in wrestling figures. So I hit a hundred. I'm at like oh. one ten right now. That's how it all starts, man. Yeah, and I only started six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, de I, I definitely see. I feel your pain, man. No. It's it, a it, it's a great thing, but then you start looking at your bank account. It's just like, oh, oh, that much on figures. <laughs> I mean, I've I'm not ashamed to say it. I've returned one or two, at one point. But <laughs> hey. Hey. As long as you didn't swap the fig. That's one of the ways I knew that you were around my way. So I go to the Walmart on the boulevard up before Grand Avenue. Yeah. Or, yeah, Welsh. Welsh. Yeah, Welsh, Welsh in the boulevard around there. Okay. So I go there, and I'm looking through the figures. I'm like, oh, the new Elite Series is out. So I go, and I'm like, oh, the Boogeyman. Like, I'm not a big Boogeyman <laughs> fan. But I'm like, I got to see what his figure looks like. I grab it. And you see Bad News Brown painted with a pen. <laughs> and the blue, like, plate yeah, as the, the clock. Yeah, the clock plate. Oh. I'm not going to lie. One of the worst swap the figs I've ever found. Do you have some, like, besides that, because we both saw that <laughs> one, what's the worst swap the fig you've ever seen? 
Oh. Like you yourself. That's that's pretty hard. I or mean, what they, were you most disappointed about? There's been so many. Um, that's definitely one. Uh, I remember, a, matter of fact, in the same exact Walmart, I was looking for a Cactus Jack when the new release, uh, uh, when the new wave <laughs> finally had came out. And I come, yeah, I come out and I'm like, yo, I just found Cactus Jack and I'm here excited and I'm with my brother and my brother's, you know, he doesn't follow me on my, my wrestling page. So I'm with him and I'm like, yo, I just found, I, you know, I just found the Cactus Jack. And he's like, all right, like, what are you so hyped for? I'm like, oh, you know, these are hard to get and whatever. <laughs> so I go and grab it and I turn the box around because of course it was turned around and I turn it around. I just... My whole life just felt like it shattered because it was it was a Jack specific uh, Commissioner McFoley, <laughs> and they just put a flannel shirt on it, and I'm like, oh my god! So you know, of course, I had to make a video of it, but I think I legit cried that day, um, a couple of tears. But I I got over it, and I bought one eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I grabbed that figure out of the same excitement because we had a rule: every cactus you see, grab it, because we love McFoley. So I grab it out of so so much excitement. I grab the figure, and I'm like, the freak is this? And I threw it back <laughs> on the shelf. I was so mad about it. Like, recently, I, I think you found this one too. I go to the Aramingo, or the Castor Avenue Target. Okay. And I'm just, oh, let me stop in. So I'm go, I go to the figure section. And I'm looking, looking at the side of the boxes, and I'm like, oh crap, Elite 47 AJ Styles. I grab the box, pull it out. It's like a Seth Rollins basic <laughs> inside. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I can't... And see, at least some of them... You know, it's funny. Some of them make me laugh because I, I got to give them credit with their creativity on what they did to uh, you know, try to make it look like what's on the box. Some of them are just like horrible like they're just like like you know first of all these employees should be fired how are they not noticing that this is not what's on the box uh, yeah they're, they're just bad and they're definitely dream killers <laughs> if you're a collector yeah you know they, they just kill your hopes and dreams yeah i think i saw the same elite 47 box i think it was the aj styles and somebody put a bret hart in it or it was the seth rollins and someone put a bret hart in it i don't remember but it was really bad I, I one of the worst ones actually now that I'm thinking about it was I saw uh, Jim Neidhart when that series first came out um, the elites and someone switched it with the Sami Zayn I'm like what but at least they tried to put you know the glasses on there so it can look like uh, you know that was him it's so bad I mean it's so bad and at least they've attempted to return something it's it's probably just as worse when they uh, when they just completely steal it. You yeah, know, you, you sure. see the you see the cut in the box. The box is just completely ruined. <laughs> the belt gone. The belt gone. It's the worst thing. You finally find a figure that you've been wanting, and the belt is gone. And you're like, "Well, I can't buy it now because I'm I still want the belt." So you just end up leaving it, or you try to see if you can get a discount on it and buy the <laughs> buy the belt somewhere else. Yeah, that's one that's one thing I really get upset for. So recently, the the Walmart or the WrestleMania elites that came out the trips oh, and they went on sale i think the cheapest they went down to was like six bucks or something like that mm -hmm. so when i was seeing that they were going around for six bucks i went to every walmart because i grabbed two sean's and i needed one more triple h so i could open the triple h 
So I'm going, and I see I see two boxes. I was in some, like, South Jersey Walmart, and I see two boxes, Triple H, and I grab it. I'm so excited. I'm about to go to the price check, and then I notice both belts are gone. I'm like, are you, like, why? It just, it just ruins your day. If you, again, if you're a collector, it just ruins your day when you see that going on. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's bad. So if you had to pick four favorite figures that you currently own in your collection, what would they be? Ooh. It's probably it's probably one of the toughest questions I'm going to get asked, to be honest with you. Um, I actually recently just picked up, a, I don't remember what series it was, but it was one of the uh, first canes that came out when you had the voice box. Mm-hmm. I actually just picked that up the other day. Um, I definitely love that figure a lot. Uh, the Outsiders, Kevin Nash. Uh, it's a great figure, Diesel as well. He, he I, I loved Diesel as a character, although apparently he has this reputation that he was like the least drawn champion when he was. But I yeah, like him. maybe because he was a big ratings. guy. Yeah, something about the ratings or something yeah. like that. Uh, you know, maybe because he was a big guy. I'm like, you know, I, I like the tall. Like he's tall. I wanted to be that tall because <laughs> Diesel was that tall. You know what I mean? Uh, Shawn Michaels. I love the uh, the ringside collectible ones. Uh, I love I love this old school look. When you know, as soon as after he uh, he super kicked Janetti, uh, you know, in the barber shop, and definitely the the Macho Man figures. I, I don't I don't even know what to tell you which which is my favorite one. I love them all. Yeah, are you excited for the ringside collectibles Macho Man is about yeah, to drop? Yeah, Wolfpack one, of yeah. course. I, I'm telling you, they need to come out with Macho Man in every single shirt that he wore, just like they come out with Cena with every single shirt he decides to change <laughs> colors. They need to do the same with Macho Man. Yeah, I mean, the only Macho Man that I haven't like been crazy about is the Dead Now Forever that's out right now because I'm more of like I like the old school Macho Man with all the colors. Yeah, agreed. but Wolfpack. I remember being real hyped for the Wolfpack when I was a kid. I have a school picture of me with a Wolfpack shirt and a dumb smile, my big ears out. Like, <laughs> it's very iconic. So anything Wolfpack, I gotta get. Yeah. Especially yeah. with Sting. I love Sting. I don't yeah. know how you feel about Sting. But... I have no hatred towards Sting. Yeah. I, I think he. I. I definitely feel like he should have. Uh, should have been given a better spotlight when he was in WWE for that short time period. I know he's still there, kind of like, I guess, in a Legends contract, I assume. Uh, but I, he definitely should have beat Triple H at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm pretty sure 95% of the world agrees with that. You know, but... Yeah, I have no hatred towards thing. Okay, cool. So... <clears throat> we've covered... How you fell in love with wrestling. Your Mount Rushmore, your favorite figures. So, if... If you can pick one wrestler that you don't have a figure for, it can be from the indies, because I, I know you do customs, which we'll cover, what figure would you want? This includes even ones that I haven't made? Even ones that you haven't made. Oh, wow. Uh, let me th- trying to think off the top of my head here. Um, Juventud Guerrera. I actually, I was a big fan of him uh, when he had the mask on. I, I, I loved the... Uh, Maybe because of my background, but, you know, I love luchador wrestling. Um, so, yeah, all those little masks, you know, wrestlers, I, I'm definitely a big fan of. I would definitely want uh, a Juventud Guerrero. I've been trying to see how I can figure out I'm, I'm making one of them. Yeah, I, I, my skills aren't, aren't there just yet. It's funny. We saw him at Icons of Wrestling. We saw the juice. And so he's at the table and, like, I didn't recognize him because he didn't have his mask on. Or, no, he had his mask on. And I was I was like, 
who's that? Like, it, it, it did not look like him. And then he took it off, and I'm like, yo, that's Hoovy. I was like, he over there looking like Sexy Star. <laughs> but uh, it was funny because, the juice like... juice is just being the juice, man. He had a replica, like, WCW Cruiserweight, cruiserweight. title. And, like, he wrestled his match and came out with the title on. <laughs> And a selfie stick. Like, he's walking down the aisle with the selfie stick, like, Facebook Live and somewhere. He's trying to take uh, Tyler Breeze's gimmick now. Oh, I couldn't believe it. And the mask was awful. I'm like, dude, why don't you wear the mask that we all know you in? Yeah, yeah, the original one. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for the, the original Juventud Guerrero, not the uh, not, not the 2017 one, you know. It's all he's always posting is everything is juicy and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was up to me, I would want, like... If we're going luchadors, I would want like a psychosis. Uh-huh. Yeah, great. Like another great one. It would have to be somebody who had like a crazy mask. Like I always like the like the Laparca mask. Another great one. Like I was getting my car inspected in North Philly, and some guy was pulling in, and when he got out, he opened the car, and he had like a small like Laparca mask on the shift knob, and I had to, I had to be like, Yo, dude, where did you get that? <laughs> I need one of those. He's like, oh yeah, just Google it. Of course. Yeah. Of but course, um. Everything. No. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely. I. I. I understand where you're coming from with that because I, I. Again, I'm, I'm a big fan of the mask. Um, Callisto, I think, has a great mask. Um, was it Sincara has a great mask? Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of them. No, I. Res- I recently bought a lot off OfferUp, and I want to. I got like. All together, we bought two lots. Me and Eck, and we got like. 60 figures and out of all those figures elites and everything my favorite figure that i got i got a pack the battle pack with cody rhodes and sin cara that pack that battle pack was so fire cody rhodes face is great even if it's a basic they look amazing yeah like, and all the sin cara figures are pretty dope yeah i think uh again his attires his colorfulness maybe it goes back to my love again for the new gen you know when they were so colorful and they had these crazy characters and stuff like that it goes perfect with sincar you know he may not be the biggest fan favorite wrestler out there you know but yeah i definitely think he he, he fits the mold and colorfulness and stuff like that and figure wise i think he's just like you know finn balor how he has a crazy face paints and body paints and stuff like that. You know, people go crazy for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the same way with Sinkar, right? He he has great attires. That for figures, he's perfect. He he it sells. Yeah, it's just like like you said with John Cena, he changes his shirt. Sinkar changes his mask. Either new, of them, even Kalisto. Like wait till they release. Like I know he's not doing too well right now, but like Grand Metalik. Like oh yeah, with the robe. Imagine to getting a figure like with the robe. Like that would be so dope. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think uh, they should make a lot more of these uh, those wrestlers like that with mask. I mean, granted, there's not many in obviously in WWE right now. Besides, probably Grand Metal League. Um, like you said, Kalisto, Sin Cara. I don't really think there's anyone else. Um, but yeah, I I think for 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 that same reason, make more of them. <laughs> yeah. And at least give us a Grand Metal League already. Yeah. So we so. Recently, we got all the uh, were uh, all the news from San Diego Comic Con about all the new figures they're going to drop this year and early next year. Yeah, now, it's a good time. Something that really touched me was the Festival of Friendship Epic <laughs> Moments Pack. That was my favorite thing that they showed renders of. 
What was yours? Oh, uh, that, yeah, that was definitely a great one. I, I, I think it touched a lot of people. I think it was, uh, was that expression is too soon. You know, it's still fresh <laughs> in everyone's mind right now. And I, I teared I, up a little bit uh, when I saw it. <laughs> I think a lot of people did. I, I don't think a lot of people want to admit it, but I, I definitely seen that there was a lot of tears. Um, well, there was a, there was a lot of great ones that they showed. Uh, I'm definitely excited for the uh, the cruiserweights that they showed. You know, uh, even though I'm not a fan of that big of a fan of the guy uh, TJP, uh, his figure looks pretty cool. Um, I, I think it's supposed to be one of the network spotlight ones. So yep. you know, I think I think that's pretty cool that that's how they're going to use his figure because I think that is a. Uh, you know, first of all, it was only on the network, you know, for the mm-hmm. Cruiserweight Classic, and I think it was a, uh, it was his defining moment. So it could have went either way. Um, Ken Shamrock, oh, that probably has to be one of my favorites right now, and D'Lo Brown, oh, only wow. because I, I, I love the Attitude Era. Oh yeah, we love D'Lo Brown here. Yeah, <laughs> we got Aaron Lloyd, D'Lo's cousin. Yeah, that's D'Lo's cousin. Right we here. got Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd, <laughs> D'Lo's other cousin. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm sure I. I I resonate with y'all with the with the D-Lo love. You know, I'm all, I'm all for it again. I, Did you like Ken Shamrock's face? Uh, I wasn't hating it. Um, maybe there could have been a different expression. Yeah, but I, I wasn't m- as mad as a lot of people were. They made up for like it that. with the robe. Yeah, uh, the fact that it's a cloth robe and not a rubber <laughs> one because that would have been pretty crappy. I think I, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a pretty cool figure. Um, I, I, yeah, I think his face is just like a that intense face right before he walks in, mm-hmm. which which is actually probably why I like it because I feel like it uh it shows more of his personality with that you know when when he was about to become the world's most dangerous man inside <laughs> you know the square circle not the octagon but yeah I, I, yeah I, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I think they're going to be the two hardest figures to find out of that set. Oh yeah. I mean, other Only people are saying that. <laughs> other people are saying Braun Strowman, which I understand too with the stretcher and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think those two are definitely going to be. Yeah, I mean ones. the the Braun Strowman now, the only elite that came out now is just if you still unless you find him at retail, he's mm-hmm. still looking at forty five to fifty dollars for that figure, which is ridiculous. It's insane. I yeah. I don't. I I honestly will never understand why there's people that would pay. Honestly, over thirty dollars, even forty, pushing it for certain figures. I, me personally, I have a personal rule. If it costs more than thirty, it's not for me. And I bet you, I will find it. And I've done exactly that. Now that you uh, that you mentioned the the lots of was that on offer up, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if Egg told you, <laughs> I was the one who purchased the bigger lot from the same guy that he got the basics from. Oh no! So I bought a lot from a girl who lives like right here. Oh. That, so, awesome. if you remember, there was like a road dog elite, a Christian elite, and some other elites. She was posting like single photos of like certain elites. And then she... So, I wrote to her, I said, what do you have? She sent me thousands of pictures of like figures, like the front, the back, the bottom. Like, I'm like, look, just send the front. I just want to see that. Yeah. yeah. So... She's like, look, these are these are what I see right here, and I'm like, okay, cool. How much? And she said like a, it was like only like four figures, and she said like a ridiculous number. She wanted like a hundred bucks for four figures. Um, I waited. Two weeks later, she texted me back. Look, I really need to get rid of these figures. I was like, okay, um, I'll give you this much. And she's like, okay, and I lowballed her. I offered her like forty bucks. For all four? Well, it was more than that. Oh. And then she's like, okay, sounds great. So I'm like, all right, well, 
what else do you have? And like she she said, I got two big bins full. I'm like, all right, I'll take them both for 110, like full mock like bins. Wow. And we and me and X split the lot, and it was crazy. Like I had that whole bed covered in figures, like trying to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> now, so now, uh, well, again, like I was saying, uh, there, there was a guy who was actually out in Pottstown, and he was just posting and posting and posting, and I just hit the guy up. I'm like, listen, I see you're posting a lot. I don't care per picture. How many do you have, and what do you want for all of them? Guy, you know, replies back to me and gives me price, and I'm like, and how many are we talking here? How many elites are we talking? I'm like, I don't care for the basics. Just give me the elites. He tells me, he's like, uh, there's about 55 elites, and I'm like, all right, name your price tells me the price and i'm like are you serious he's like yeah and he, he asks me how much do i normally pay for them and i tell him like listen i honestly go to the flea market a lot i'm like i pay around three dollars for you know for some of the the figures i'm you know he's like all right does the math adds it up for the for the 50 figures i got i got 50 elites <laughs> for 150 dollars man oh wow and I, I it was a steal because in there it was the outsiders nash um it was the cane um, there, there was a few other like great ones that the first thing I did was go to eBay before I did this. Now, obviously, I had to justify this to my wife. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I'm getting ready to spend 150 dollars on figures. And, Smart man. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I, you, you got to learn after a while. You got to learn. <laughs> and uh, you know, so I showed her before I even told her how much I was buying these things for. I'm showing her the prices. And I'm sending her screenshots. This is how much this one costs on eBay. This is how much this one costs on eBay. And like with four figures alone, we were already at nearly $200 with uh And I was kind of averaging them out between the amount that everyone was selling them for. So she, you know, she's telling me like, you're crazy. You're going to buy four figures for $200. Like, what are you dumb? And I'm like, no, I'm actually going to buy 50 of them for $150. She's like, are these included in there? She's like, yeah. She, her reply was, does he have any more? I can get more money if we need some. <laughs> I said that 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 a girl. That's exactly that's what a I rider. Like you know, she might be putting the Matt Madness Hall of Fame for that one. <laughs> yeah, she she definitely has been riding with me on this, these figure hunts. You know, she she puts up with me whenever we go anywhere, and I have to make like fifteen Walmart stops from here to her mom's house, who lives in Jersey. So you know, I hit every. Walmart, Target, Toys R Us from here to Jersey, no matter how many times you go over there. So she she definitely should get a medal for her for her awesomeness. Look, I like to brag. I like to brag a little bit. One time in the span of 11 hours, I hit 18 stores. I walked out with four AJ Styles. <laughs> From one store. The things you do for the figs, man. And a whole bunch of other stuff. But it's funny because ex-son now, every time they go on a hunt, he doesn't want to stop because he wants to beat the record that I placed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that. It's always fun uh, being challenged or taking someone else's challenge. Uh, yeah, you, you always got to compete with someone. It's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, and I, I hope you don't think I'm a scalper. I buy everything, but it's because I take care of the team. No, hey, listen, <laughs> I have no problem as long as I don't ever see your name on eBay selling <laughs> a basic for $50, $60 talking about some it's rare. No, sir, and and just just to say, I do offer you whatever I see. You you definitely do. <laughs> I w we will put that on the record. Yes, you do. You do definitely let me know what's where and where is that and where I can get it from. So I appreciate that. My man. 
All right, so one thing we brought up a little earlier but we didn't get to elaborate on is that you do custom figures from time to time. Correct. Now, I'm guessing that most of that elite lot is custom fodder? Um, to be honest with you, there was a lot of them that I actually didn't have, um, or they were actually all complete, which was actually even better. They still had the original stand uh, because a lot of them were actually legends. They still had the, the cardboard little paper display, and they were intact. No creases or anything like that on them. So a lot of them is being kept. Um, so probably what's going to become fodder now would be the older ones that I have of that one that was missing everything on there. So, yeah, I mean, you can definitely expect to see a lot of good stuff coming up now. Yeah, so what what are the some of the figures that you did? Like like some of the stuff that you got really hot on, like replies um, from wrestlers. Yeah, uh Luke Hawks is one of them. Um, you know, uh, Hugh Jeff and Arms. Uh, yeah, Hugh Jeff and Arms <laughs> got it. Yeah. By the way, the guy's a total great guy. No, um, yeah, I love Luke Hawks. I I obviously you hear a lot of criticism of the guy you know what i mean and he tells it like it is exactly uh my thing is if it, obviously if you're someone who likes sugarcoating you're not gonna like luke hawks i don't like sugarcoat I, you know you give it to me just how it is which is probably why i love the guy as much you know what i mean um let me see uh recently i did um excuse me rory uh, gulak drew gulak's brother um, great guy. Yeah, great guy. I met him actually when when I when Wildcats wrestling was here a couple of weeks ago when I actually was able to give uh Luke Hawks his figure. And the thing is, Luke Hawks, he'd seen the figure before because I posted it and I tagged him on it and he you know, he reposted on it. And from that actually there was a few other uh wrestlers that saw that and actually, you know, hit me up for a figure. One of which, who I'm wearing the shirt of now, is Ken Dixon. Great shirt. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, you know, I. it's funny because of him, I was actually going to make the figure. And probably, like, the next day when I already thought of I was going to make the figure, the guy, I loved his... his, uh, his, his uh, his design on his trunks, I thought it was pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, the, the way his flag was, and it was a skull with some axes. It just, it just looked awesome. So I'm like, you know, I gotta make that. And as I had literally had that thought, he hits me up that he wanted a figure, and I'm like, this honestly just happens to work because you know I, I was actually gonna make a figure of you, uh, you know, of you. So because he requested, then obviously I gave it to him. Luke Hawks, he didn't request it, but I gave it to him anyway. And you know, being able to meet them and give them their figures, person, uh, you know, in person, was honestly pretty awesome. Uh, you know, I saw Luke Hawks' face; he legit had that face, like, like, oh crap, someone, you know, did this for me. You know, like, man, I'm, I'm a figure. Somebody cared enough. It, it was just pretty cool, and their, their reactions both were pretty priceless, as well as uh, Ken. You know, he's also a collector too. Um, but he doesn't do custom, so, you know, that's why he hit me up for it. And, he, you know, they both loved it. I also uh, made a few more that uh, I don't think the actual wrestler has posted them yet. One, uh, his name is Montezzi Moore. He's a, he's not a wrestler. He's actually a music producer. Um, and he makes a lot of theme songs wrestling-related. Um, and I did one for him. And I, I thought that when I went a little all out, I don't know if you got to see it, like, the box that I, I... The biggest thing I did for him was the custom box that I made for him. Uh, I made it into a DJ studio. It's literally oh, wow. everything I did. Like, it had a whole background. Like, he was in the studio. I made him his custom belt that he can hang on the wall. Uh, yeah, I, I went full all out on there. So, I, I thought that was pretty awesome. And Tony Nese was just the favorite one that I made. Um, and that one took some work. You know, a lot of detail. But I, I loved it, man. It was awesome. Yeah, that Tony Nese figure is so good. Yeah, thank you. Like... <laughs> Mattel, I hope you looked at that figure. <laughs> 
when you're going to make Tony Nese's figure. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, what are you going to do? If you make it and they do exactly what you did, are you going to hit them up? Like, yo, I did this first. <laughs> yeah, I think I want royalties for whatever they do. They can't go with that design because if they do, I'm going to ask them for some money. <laughs> no, yeah, I want to... I mean... That's probably one, I'm not even going to lie. It's not just because you're here. One of the best customs I've ever seen. Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> and I like the way you did like the whole reveal. Like, the three, you, two, one. Yeah, you made us <laughs> wait for it. I remember looking. I was like, oh, snap. He did this? I need this in my life. Listen, I, you know what's funny? Like A lot of times when I do these, like, I don't, I don't, not to sound cocky in any sort of way, I don't doubt my own skills. You know what I mean? But I am still new to the custom game. You know what I mean? Uh, so when I do something and I feel like mind blown, I go crazy over it. I got to call my wife and I just look at it for a long time and I'm like, but baby, look, but baby, look. And she's like, I'm looking and I'm like, no, but you, you're not looking like the way I'm looking. You need to look at it better. So, you know, I, I, yeah, I, that definitely has to be probably one of my favorite, uh, customs that I've ever done. Any offers on it? Uh, no. <laughs> That's oh, wow. Not, uh, no. Nobody has offered you money knowing that you probably won't sell it? Uh, I mean, I had a few people like hit me up, like, "Am I going to sell it?" And then no, first I'm just blind. I'm like, no, <laughs> like not even. Uh, depends what you. No, I'm just telling you no. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm a little, I'm a little funny like that. Well, with certain things, like I'm, I'm not the type that I don't like making customs and someone's going to buy it off me. The reason why is, I. I don't like giving people the quote-unquote power over me to basically tell me, hey, you need to do a better job. This is kind of crappy. You could have done better, something like that. You know, I like, if if I do it and it feels like a, it feels like work, I'm not doing it happy. You know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. I'm not putting my all into it. So sometimes I, I just would make something, be happy with it. And if somebody hits me up, like, uh, you know, people hit me up for the Hurricane one. I don't know if you ever saw that one. I, uh, so, yeah. I did that one. And uh, I made the logo glow in the dark, his his hurricane logo on the trunks. You know, people have asked me how much of it. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not getting rid of that one either. I, I just love these figures. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I mean, and you put the I time in. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's worth more than money to you. Correct. You know, it, it took me some time, obviously, uh, time away from my own family because I was in my basement making these. Um, you know, so I, you know, I connect with the figure. So I, it's it's not that easy for me to get rid of them. Are your kids into wrestling? I know they're pretty young, but um, do they watch with you? My oldest one does watch it. Um, she loves Bailey. Uh, a lot of kids do. You know, she she. I love Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bailey, but not for the reasons that everyone else thinks. Um, I, I'm honestly not a huge Bailey fan, to be honest with you. I'm. Uh, if we can kind of get on that subject now that we're talking about Bailey, so today they're supposed to announce, you know, what what's her status going to be if she's going to be missing out some time, and I got to be honest with you, I hope she does miss out time. Uh, I think she needs it. She yeah, she definitely needs it. Um, I think she needs a character revamp. To be honest with you, I feel like she, I don't know, maybe it's just me the way I'm looking at it, but I feel like she's lost a lot of the crowd because just like Sami Zayn. They're, they're always playing that underdog role. Mm -hmm. Even when they're a champion, in this particular case, when Bailey was a champion, she was always the underdog. And it's like, when you're the champion, you should never be the underdog. You know what I mean? And I, I just, maybe I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of how they book her at certain, certain times, but I definitely think she could use the time away, come back, and maybe try to reinvent herself. And I know she's actually mentioned reinventing her character. Mm -hmm. Um... So I think this would benefit her. And honestly, I don't want to see her going up against Alexa Bliss. 
she wants to turn heel, all she gotta do is let her hair down. That's all she has to do. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be upset about it. That's <laughs> all she has to do. Let the let, let the hair down and stop hugging. You know how great it would be if you know she's about to go up to someone to go hug them and then she just gives them the hand. Oh my gosh! Oh, she'd get legit heat for that. And what's crazy, like they tried too hard with her. Like Bailey and NXT felt so genuine. Correct. And like she comes up to the main roster, and it just—I didn't feel it. Like, yeah, I think they blew a lot of things out of proportion. Still a huge fan of Bailey, um, but I really think that she could use this time off. I mean, they're saying she's missing SummerSlam, so tonight they're gonna pick who they're gonna find out who's gonna face her. So okay, so if she is, I mean, I honestly. So here's another one. Sasha Banks, right? I, I love Sasha. I love when she started. And then for some reason, I got tired of Sasha. Mm-hmm. Mainly because it was just her against Charlotte every week. And yep. they were just literally switching the title back and forth. That got boring to me. But what's funny is that in the beginning of that, the whole rivalry, I was pro-Sasha, anti-Charlotte. As soon as that rivalry was done, I'm all about Charlotte. And I'm like, forget Sasha. Like, I'm all I'm on the Charlotte bandwagon now. You know, I, I got no shame in admitting I'm a bandwagoner in this case. But I'm all about it now. Now, granted, I'm 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 on Sasha's side again. But I would definitely love to see her and Alexa go at it again. I think it would, I think it would be great. I think they did a great uh, the last time. So, yeah, I don't see why not. That was one thing that you didn't mention: the Alexa Elite. My one of my favorite things they showed. Oh yeah. They 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 were they were spot on with that. They did so good on that figure. Yeah, there. I mean, there was a lot of figures that came <laughs> that they showed that I just don't. I'm on figure overload to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, like I don't. I just don't get why. How many Seth Rollins do we need? Uh, I mean, not only that, especially if he doesn't change his attire. We've already gotten the white and gold one three times. I when think he it wore is. it once. When he wore it once. Well, uh, twice I think it was a SummerSlam and Night of Champions. But the thing is, like, you gave us two basics. One had the. Uh, one had the vest, the other one doesn't, and then you gave us the elite already. Once we get the elite, we don't really care for the basic. <laughs> That's my point of view, you know. So you don't you don't need to continue giving us the same. Yeah, one. I mean, I just opened it literally last week because the TNF one came out. So that one I'll leave in the box. The white one I had to have open because I wanted the belt loose. I think there's a there's a lot of hatred for the the scan that they use with the screaming Rollins. Yeah, I'm not a bit. He looks all right. So I know they're toys, but. Sometimes they look pretty good. Usually, I think this one looks too much like a toy. The face scan. <laughs> you know what's funny? The other day I was on eBay and I saw a Toy Biz version of Mortis uh, Canyon. Yeah. And it's funny because I saw that face that they, the Toy Biz one had, and then I looked at the Seth Rollins screaming face, and I'm like, you can totally use that Seth Rollins for that, and it'll be the same exact one. So. Now, you know, be prepared for what's probably going to be coming up if I'm using that head for for a custom now. As much as people make fun of, like, Glacier, they forgot, like, Glacier, without Glacier, there is no Mortis. Like, they were trying that, like, Mortal Kombat-style yeah. characters. Yeah, exactly. And I, like, I dig Mortis. Like, I, talk, awesome I talked about how scared I was, like, of The Undertaker. I was scared of Mortis, but I thought he was awesome because... Canyon's work was so good. Yeah, yeah. Canyon's definitely very underrated. Uh, I don't think he gets enough credit for a lot of things that he did. Obviously, and he's had some stupid characters that they had him play. A lot. I think a lot of these people, you notice how great they are when WWE or WCW at that point uh, gives them stupid characters to play, and they excel better than the people who should be excelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandow is one of them. 
I mean, that whole thing with the Miz, like it, it just was insane. I think that guy got so over, and he was already over. Yeah. Uh, but that just drove him even more playing Miz's stunt double. Do you do you <clears throat> give? I've heard this before, and I just wonder what you think about it. Do you give Sandow credit for how people view the Miz now? Yeah. Uh, actually, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. I never looked at it like that before, but like I, I always think Miz has had good, great mic skills. Actually, I, I want to say, you know, he's, I think he's great at getting legit heat. Like, like you actually want to hate him, and not just hate the character. You want to hate him. You know, the way I hate Cena. People just want to hate him. Hate Cena. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. But people just actually want to hate him. Like they legit boo the person not just the you know the wrestler and mm -hmm. maybe because uh, obviously they know him from the real world when he started and stuff like that but yeah that, I definitely think uh, it helped get more exposure on Miz with uh, with Sandow yeah it's a, I think that's a great way of looking at it yeah I mean I remember watching the I shouldn't have been watching the real world at this time I'm only 26 <laughs> but so watching the real world at that time I remember him coming out and like with the toy belt like, <laughs> and me thinking that was so cool because I loved wrestling at the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had my time to hate him. I really like what he's doing now. He makes me laugh. I legit boo him because he makes me upset. So he's doing his job. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. People crucify the, gu the guy for doing his job. Yeah. No, that, that, it's funny because when... When the bad guy gets booed, everybody is like, oh, he sucks. He's like, no, that he's playing the character that he's supposed to be playing. You're supposed to hate the guy. You're not supposed to love him. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people now, it's funny because I'm one that I love heels. I really do. I love the bad guys maybe because of the things that they do. Like, they get to be a little bit more, quote-unquote, edgier than the good guys, you know? I'll use uh, Bailey and Alexa Bliss, for example, when they had that kendo stick on a pole match. First of all, it was a horrible match. I'm, it was horrible. It's dumb stipulation for someone who doesn't do hardcore things bailey and you saw it in that match you know what i mean it was one of those she hesitated they hit her with the kendo stick it's like why would you put her in this match she doesn't do it you know what i mean like and then alexa bliss had no problem grabbing and just whacking her with it it's, that's what heels do i love it yeah yeah alexa bliss great character yeah getting better in the ring which i'm very happy for yeah. like when i saw her in nxt with the glitter i was like oh man and then, like, she turned heel. I liked her mannerisms. Yeah. And then, literally, as soon as she hit the main roster, like, she skyrocketed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, somebody that I can't help but be happy for. Her and Charlotte are the two best homegrown talents from NXT. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, uh, even though Charlotte is a, you know, second-generation wrestler, mm -hmm. um, I definitely don't think she leaned on her dad. And I, I would almost... I would almost willing to bet a lot that to say that she probably, even though she probably enjoyed, you know, working with her dad, you know, by her side, I'm pretty sure she would, to a certain extent, would have loved to have done a lot of things on her own. Mm -hmm. That way you don't hear the, you only got this because of your dad or what's your last name, you know, stuff like that. She, she seems like the type that she legit wants to work for things and it be done. Yeah, the good, the thing I'm happy about is nobody really looks at her like, Oh, you're only here because of your dad. I think people notice that she put in the time and the work. Yeah. And that she's great. And again, it, it, you can tell because of her in-ring skills. It's mm -hmm. not like she sucks and she's getting title shots. And like, she's legit good. You know what I mean? When she was bad, she was bad. Now, I guess she's a face now. Yeah, but 
I, I don't really know what she is. You know, she she has her moments, but yeah, I, I think she's she's deserved where she's been at, and I definitely think she, you know she's gonna she's gonna have an insane future. You know, it's it's only gonna go up and up for her. Yeah, for sure. So circling back to the divas and why I asked you if your kids are into it, how do you feel about the line? of dolls that they're coming out for the girls. I actually think it's great, to be honest with you. Um, again, my, my daughter, though, the oldest one who's four, she's always uh, trying to play with my figures. <laughs> and the first thing, I'm like, no, don't touch that. No, don't touch that. Don't touch that. You know what I mean? And it's like, I want to play with you, but I don't want you to play with my stuff. So, <laughs> at least this time now, it's like, you know, again, she knows a lot of the characters. She knows Sasha. She knows Bailey, um, Becky Lynch. She, she knows a lot of the characters. So, it's cool that they're actually doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's pretty awesome that they're doing it in a Barbie fashion. That yeah. they'll have, like, their ring gear. And they'll also have, like, dresses and, you know, stuff like that. So, I think it'll be pretty cool. I think it's, a, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I like that they had like their own stage. Oh yeah, that was like, and one. they differentiated everything completely. Like, because yeah. they could have easily took a Mattel box, slapped Slapped-ed. some type of girl in there, and said, "All right, this is for girls." You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, they really put the time. They made it different from the first renders. I was really nervous. I was like, "This doesn't look good. Like, this is gonna be cheap." Yeah. And then when I saw that, like the packaging is really nice. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. Uh, I mean, granted, obviously Mattel makes Barbie as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they definitely know how to go that route. So I think it worked out because, like you said, the packaging alone makes you like, oh, like this is something cool. I'm, I personally am not a mock collector, so I can care less about the boxes. Mm-hmm. But those actually look like boxes you would want to keep. And like you said, the stage. I think the stage looks pretty awesome. The way they have it, they definitely made it like a girly feel. So it doesn't feel like a girl was playing with a boy's toy. It feels like a girl was playing with a girl's toy. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I, yeah, I think it's awesome that all the accessories that they're going to have. Again, they love to accessorize, so why not? Yeah, I mean, WWE ain't dumb. They're going to make a lot of money here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I know a lot of people obviously criticize every single thing that WWE does, and they just, everything do. But listen, there's a reason why they've been around many, many years, and will continue being around many, many years, no matter what their product is, to be honest with you. Yeah, and we can look as much as we want at the ratings, and oh, well, Raw's boring, but the money's still good. As long as the money's flowing in, trust me, there's going to be something in there. And the thing is, it's it's always going to keep flowing in. You know what I mean? Like, people love pro wrestling, no matter what age you are. Again, my father, he's he's about to hit his 60s, loves pro wrestling. He doesn't obviously watch it as much as I do, but he would have no issues if I'm at home and I'm watching wrestling. And he'll just have to try to play catch-up for, for the next, you know, for the last uh, 10, 15 years that he probably didn't watch. So he'll probably ask me, like, when is Hogan fighting? I'm like, that Hogan's not even in WWE no more. Like, yeah, yeah like, he hasn't been there for a while, you know, but... Yeah, I think all ages, like I said, even young ones right now, they, they definitely love it. Obviously, my age, I'm 29. I love it. I don't think I'm getting away from it anytime soon. So, it's just, it sticks, man. It's always, it's like a constant in me. Like, people laugh, like, oh, you collect figures? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I watch wrestling still? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I I've done it. it my whole life. Why stop now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know, I always find funny how people, a lot of people want to criticize wrestling and say it's a fake sport. And it's like, it's a, it's not a fake sport. Like, my thing is that I, I just always want to compare it to, is like, you'll watch a movie, right? It's scripted. It's not real, right? Okay. But have people gotten injured during making these movies? Yeah, of course mm-hmm. they have. It's the same way as wrestling. It's entertainment. That's what it is. And, you know, I... 
And just like always, you know, maybe just like in a movie, you didn't like the fact that that girl ended up with that guy, or or you know this happened or that happened. It works the same way in wrestling. You know, you didn't you didn't like one that that one person won the title. You didn't like that this one lost. It, it works the same way. It's 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 a script. You know, they just happen to get injured because they are real. They may not really be hitting each other a lot of the times. You know, but it's real. But it's just scripted. That's all it is. It's like I I hear a lot of wrestlers always say. Well, you get in the ring and try this, and tell me if you can walk the next day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's no joke. I've I've been in the ring, and it a bump hurts. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, it's not mean, an easy thing. Yeah, you definitely have to learn how to take the hits. Um, not only that, even not not even going as far as bumps. Let's go with even just hitting the ropes. Yeah, uh, you know the the running back and forth on the ropes. Those ropes are tight. You know from previous events that I've been to that I've gotten to go into the ring. You touch the ropes, and they're like they're stiff. So you can only imagine. You know, hitting them at full force, you know, getting thrown over, you know, it may seem like it's not a long distance, but when you're literally being flipped over and it's kind of one of those, I hope I know how to break my fall because if I land the wrong way, hey, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Look at, uh, what's his name? Draws. Yeah. It took a bad hit. Paralyzed. Paralyzed. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's just how it happens. Recently, one of the, uh, I think it was a New Japan wrestler, he got hit and uh, he, he took a hit the wrong way. He's paralyzed now from the legs down. So MMA legend Yoshihiro Takayama. That's who it is. Yeah, oh, he, there you go. He was like trying to do like a sunset flip, landed wrong yeah. on his neck. There you go. Paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, um, what was the other guy? Uh, is it Hayabusa? Hayabusa, yeah. He's another one. Uh, you know, it, it it all could take one slip, one... It only takes one little thing to go wrong for literally your life can end or your career can end, you know. So it's it's definitely real. And they're definitely risk a lot. And again, I feel like as a fan, you do your part. You know, if they're bad, boom, they're good. Cheer them if you want to. Uh, but you definitely, again, you definitely have to respect the hell out of all of them because they do things that I know I can't do. So for the life of me, I can't. I, as much as I love to sit here and say, God, this guy sucks. It's not that he really legit sucks. It's that I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's probably doing his job the way he should be. But it's it, you definitely have to respect them. I, I see, you know, they're just as athletic as a football player, a basketball player, anybody like that. Uh, and they're putting just as much uh, on the line and at risk as they are. Yep, I agree. What, um, so back to the questions. This is my final question. If you had to pick, this is another loaded one. You're going to be like, are you kidding me? (laughs) If you had to pick your favorite match, it could be one, it could be a couple. I'm not going to, let me know what it is. I probably, to be honest with you, I'd go with the Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12, um, HBK versus Bret Hart. Um, I think it was an awesome match. I think it was a great build up. Um, it was an hour long that went into overtime. You know what I mean? I don't remember how long exactly overtime it went into, but I, I thought what was amazing about it is that there were no pinfalls or submissions within that hour. Like nowadays, there's probably, you know, Iron Man matches and there's like, you know, three and three. And then that's probably why I went into overtime or something like that. But in this particular case, there was no pins. There was no submissions or anything like that. It just went the full on match and it was entertaining. You know what I mean? They knew how to work that crowd, especially after the finish happened. You know, HBK won. It was like the biggest thing in the world because he finally won the title. And, you know, it's memorable i remember i remember wrestlemania 12 just like it happened the other day just as much as i remember wrestlemania 33 there's like nothing that i can not remember from it 
Yeah, I mean, that's a great... I mean, my match was also a Shawn Michaels match. It it just speaks to who he was. He was so good. Undertaker? Nope. Oh. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, the latter match from WrestleMania 10. Ah, yeah, Razor. Yeah. Another unforgettable one. Huge Razor fan, too, so... I just always thought they were so good together. Yeah. That's my... Every time I think of... Oh, what's your favorite match? First match that comes to mind. Yeah, definitely a great match. Um, you know, for... It's funny because they they weren't really quote unquote high flyers. Yeah, you know, uh, Sean, you know, had his moments where he jumps off the ropes and stuff like that, but not like Hardy Boys type, you know, thing going on. And I, I thought it was great for its time, definitely. You know what I mean? Um, it was a lot of action in that match, and it was it was great. The fans were definitely involved. Um, it, it worked well, especially for that era, that time, that match. I think it worked perfect. So yeah, I definitely put that up there. Okay, man, it's it's really been great talking to you. Thanks, I appreciate um, it. Is there anything else you want to bring up, if you want to talk about anything? No, I mean, uh, you know what, well, yeah, yeah. Now that Raw is on right now, what mm-hmm. do you feel about this uh, this Kurt Angle? Uh, <laughs> Jason Jordan is his illegitimate, well, his son, not even his illegitimate son, his son. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel about that angle? So... Obviously, we're here. We're sitting in front of the TV. I'm trying to not look too much because I want to be focused on you. So, but out of the corner of my eye, I see Jason Jordan's having a match. Before this, he was supposed to have a match with someone else. That person got hurt backstage, so now he had to have a jobber match. It's a little odd to me. I don't know if they're going to. Oh, Kurt Angle's hurt in his opponents first, so now he's just gonna keep having jobber matches to like get as many wins as he can till he gets a title or something like that. Yeah. So I don't really know what to think about it. Uh the corniness kinda makes me laugh. Um I'm really happy for Jason Jordan that he gets his own light, because I've been watching him since he was in a tag team with um Ty Dillinger. In NXT. With the curly hair. Yeah, with the crazy (laughs) fro. So, I mean, and he's great in the ring. So, just to see him by himself and he gets a spotlight, I'm happy for him. But there was so many other ways to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I think it was just a confusion. My my thing I always laugh with WWE is when they do these uh, You're My Kid angle, the whole Hornswoggle and Vince McMahon. So, I was like, really? You know what I mean, really? And then, like, this one was just so funny because it's like you, you involved Corey Graves and then for a moment you're just like, what, what does Corey have to do with any of this stuff? Then he comes out and it's just like, oh, he confines in me because we were friends in NXT or something like that. And it's just it's just odd the way everything played out. And it looked cheesy, the whole reveal. You know, I was kind of... Exp- I, I, I gotta be honest with you. Once I saw him come out, I'm like, all right, so it was Jason Jordan. I laughed. I laughed, like, a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was honestly expecting uh, him to probably beat up Kurt, to be honest with you. I was expecting maybe a turn or something like that, you know, upset that his dad never, you know, <laughs> he never Spent claimed time him. with him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those, like, come out with the I made it on my own, I didn't need you type thing, and maybe set up a match for SummerSlam if Kurt could even fight, you know what I mean? I think that, that would have been good, because like you said, I think Jason Jordan is a great in-ring talent. Um, you know, I don't know how charismatic he is. I, I wouldn't go crazy would say he's definitely a huge fan favorite i've actually i've hear a lot of boos lately um that was even mentioned on the miz um um uh, miz tv last week 
uh, you know, that he gets a lot of booze, and he mentioned that as well in his promo and stuff like that, so I just think it's funny, but like you said, I think he's a great talent, just like Chad Gable. I'm glad that they both are split now. Even though everybody was crazy with their tag team, uh, I'm glad that they split because they are both great in-ring talents, and I'm glad that they can showcase it on their own. You know, Gable, I don't know, I don't think he's yet to pick up a, a win, a singles, uh, but he's had nope, some But I've enjoyed matches. the matches, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's one of those, like, oh, it was a great losing effort, but I hope they don't just keep having him lose, you know, matches. Like, he, there's got to be a point where they have him start winning, or else it's just like, oh, you came up short yet again, you know? Yeah, because I mean? he's not Sami Zayn. <clears throat> he's not that character. No, exactly. He's not. Like, Sami Zayn, I know you said, like, he's just keeps losing, keeps losing. But Sami Zayn really doesn't need to win because yeah. the character, like, he's the underdog from the underground, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. when he wins, it's just that much better. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he won his NXT title, I'll never forget that. Yeah, and uh, he definitely had a short reign as NXT champion. I think Rightfully that he defend- so, that he defended the- once, was it? Yeah. And he lost it to KO, right? Yeah, that was the best part. Yeah, I, I got, and you know, it's funny, like, I love how they play out with those two, how... Oh my God! He was in his wedding, and he was his best man, and you know they're they were best friends, and now they're the biggest. You know, I love how they make Kevin Owens the biggest jerk in the world. I love it because you go on Twitter, he looks just like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. apparently, he's the opposite. But I, I think it's I definitely think it's it's great how they do that. But you know, I, I feel like once even though somebody doesn't need the wins per se, I still think that they should have some wins under their belt. To at least make it look like okay, I can still keep cheering for that guy, like Ziggler. Ziggler, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Ziggler. Guy sells, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But again, once you start losing after so many times, and it's just like, all right, then you know, what are you good for? Exactly. You know what I mean. And apparently, they're they're only good sometimes to make the other person who they want winning to look good. To look good, yeah. But it's one of those like, but you're really killing this guy by doing that, and you know, like you said. He might not need the wins because he's still high in popularity, but I think after a while, even that gets cheesy. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, I can see that. But I'm, I just, with the Jason Jordan thing, who knows? Maybe, like, this is all a plan for, like, Triple H to screw Kurt. And in the end, we get, like, Jason Jordan versus Kurt, which would be awesome because they're both amateur wrestlers. They have yeah. that style. They can scrap. But um, I don't know. I just... I just let this stuff play out. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to let it get to me as much as a lot of people. I know I know some people get so worked up and they're like, You're not mad about this? And like, no, it's wrestling. Like Yeah, the the other day I I, I tell a friend of mine uh, on Instagram, I tell him all the time, I'm like, Listen, I try as much as I can to just shut up and not complain about the product. But I mean it's it's definitely one of those uh The hair's down. <laughs> Her hair is down, she's healed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the heel we needed. Um, Sorry, guys. We're watching Raw, <laughs> and Bailey came out with her hair down after we just spoke about this. Yeah, no, no hugging for any anyone in the crowd. So yeah, I mean, um, where were we at again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang. Oh yeah, sorry. With Jason Jordan. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that that would actually be awesome if they they came and turned it like that. Um, you know, and again, what we're talking about. I try as much as possible not to get myself as wrapped in because I gotta remember it's just a script this is not real you well know. you save it for Cena we already know that <laughs> oh yeah I say I got <laughs> listen I got you gotta ball up all your anger and energy towards one person and I'm okay with it being Cena <laughs> yeah yours is Cena mine's is Zack Ryder at me bro 
I don't care. Yeah, I just for the record again, I, I don't I don't see what the hype is with uh with Zack Ryder either. So Thank well, you. We're good. We're My good. Man. <laughs> you heard it here first. Me and Elite Collector were heels on Zack Ryder. Yep. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna give you a chance to plug yourself. You do customs, you do great dioramas. I feel like you're a great follow. Where can we follow you at? Thanks, I appreciate that. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Elite Collector215. I do have a YouTube page, which I put up the link on there. You can find me under J Vargas. Um, it might be under Elite Collector as well. Um, but yeah, Instagram is definitely the best bet. I'm the most active there. You know, I, I try to give diversity, not just about figures. I love wrestling again all around, but I'm also a clown and I love joking around. I love posting things that's going to get people talking or piss them off, whichever one, but I'm going to have a laugh. So no. Yeah. If, if, if Vine was still around, I'd follow you on Vine <laughs> because those little videos of the swap, the figs are hilarious. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love giving you the, 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 the short clip of, you know, my dreams and hopes being shattered because the figure was swapped and it's not the one that I, you know, I, I can't get it cause it's not the real one. So <laughs> I'm glad that my uh, sadness can amuse you. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Burn!